Okay, welcome back to the podcast. Happy 2024. I hope that this year is amazing for everyone. Um, This first week has started this year off on a weird, crazy, dystopian, not, I don't even know, just a high. I think about Gypsy Rose Blanchard getting out and her social media rise to fame. So excited to see how that continues. I'd love to see a bunch of things inspired by her journey and her time incarcerated, all of that stuff. I think about the video of the guy getting like like a hearing, I don't know, with a judge and he jumps on the judge. I keep like replaying that in my head over and over again because it is so insane. Um, Hope the judge is okay. I think about the Cat Williams interview that I have not watched, but I need to watch because Shannon Sharp kind of created a lot of unproductive conversations last year in the black community and so seeing the clips of cat williams and just what he's saying makes me love cat williams and i think that i need to watch that and talk about it because i've seen some opinions on it that i agree with and some that i don't um there's just a lot and then the aliens if you have not heard that story people are saying that they were aliens seen in um miami and like bayside mall or something do I believe it? I don't know. Why were there so many cops there? I have no idea. But yeah, we really are starting it off on a crazy high. And y'all know I'm into astrology and the astrology shows that shit is about to get crazy for the like next few years. At least I know 2026 is supposed to be like an insane year. But we'll talk about that as things happen, I guess. So I wanted to talk about Pluto shifting into Aquarius a little bit and some inventions that I want to see in the world. So with techno technological advances comes an ease with life. And so I want to talk about some things that I need. I understand a lot of this shit won't get fixed because we live in a capitalist society and the things that we consume get worse and worse with quality and quantity wise. So we will need to buy more and more and more, but I'm sick of it. And I'm going to talk about what I hate, but again, let me talk about Pluto and Aquarius and why I can't stop thinking about it. So my I don't have the best grasp on astrology things. I'm very beginner, but this is just my understanding of it. Pluto and Aquarius, the last time it happened was when the French Revolution happened and when the American Revolution happened, I believe. And so that was in like the 1700s, I believe. I said that really quickly because I didn't want to fuck it up. But what people say is going to happen is there's going to be a lot of technological advances. Um... There's going to be shifts in society and how we like respond to groups. Because when I think of Aquarius, I think of groups of people. I think of people who are kind of weird, who kind of had their own creative abilities and they're kind of different, but people like love them for that. They're kind of futuristic. They're that. I also think of Aquarius people as kind of like the closed off fixed sign. I've heard a lot of people say that. I think that would relate to that. Um, But... It's going to impact people differently. And this transit is, I think, 15 years, a 15-year transit. And I think that, or 10 years, it's one of those. But I think that's going to affect everyone differently. Like me personally, I'm a Leo rising. I have Aquarius in my, I think, 6th and 7th house or 7th and 8th houses. But pretty much it's going to affect my relationships. But it's going to take a long time to get here because like I said, it's going to be a long transit. So it won't hit the degrees that I have Aquarius for a long time. So I might not automatically see how my relationships will change. If it's near a first house, it's going to 
impact your personality, how people see you. It's going to impact your appearance. If it's in your second house, it could impact your finances. Um, if it's in your third house, it could impact, I don't know. I think it's siblings and stuff in that third house. Fourth house is like your home, your family. It talks about your mother. Fifth house talks about creativity, um, sex, children, I think. It also talks about um, neighbors and pets, I believe. Um, sixth house is like your routines, it's work, it's your coworkers, it's, um, stuff like that, like daily habits. Seventh house, like I said, is relationships. Eighth house is debt. Um, eighth house is like contracts, I think also. Um, ninth house is spirituality and travel, um, and higher education, all of that. Tenth house is your career. This is really important, especially if you're really arising this year. For the first four months, it'll be Jupiter will be in Taurus, so that'll be helping us with our career and expanding it. And then in May, it'll switch to Gemini, so that'll switch to your eleventh house. And your eleventh house is about networking and social media and um, friends, groups of people, stuff like that. And then twelfth house is like hidden enemies, isolation stuff like that. So <laughs> that's how Pluto could affect you based on your rising sign. But also, um, Pluto and Aquarius, it, there's just gonna be a lot of shifts. There's gonna be a lot of shifts. I feel like in pop culture, there's gonna be a lot of shifts in technology. I feel like AI is gonna play a piece in it. People always talk about like how people will start maybe appearing different, being able to fix different things about you. I think about the video that was going viral on Twitter this past week about a woman changing her eye color, like getting the eye color surgery and how if you know the rapper T.I. and his wife Tiny, she, her name is Tiny, right? <laughs> Anyways, she got her eyes done years ago, years ago. And I forgot about that and how that was a big thing. So we can see stuff like that. I've seen people talk about like people changing their skin to look like avatars and to look like animals. I just wonder if that's what's coming in our society. I remember that trend a few years ago when people would look like elves kind of. I feel like I'm so inspired by drag. The new season of Drag Race is out. I watched the first episode. I was kind of falling asleep during it because I was just tired, not because of the episode was bad. So I'm excited to talk about that this year. But um, I think about the drag queen Willa Pill. I think about um, Dawn. They kind of remind me of each other. I wonder if people will start to like be even more inspired by drag queens. Drag queens inspire so much culture. And people like no, don't like to talk about it, but it's so true. And I just can't wait for that because... I would love to look like a drag queen. That's like my biggest dream. Um, but yeah, Pluto and Aquarius. So the, this is happening this month. We're going to have a preview of it. So on January 21st, I believe, Pluto will move into Aquarius. And it did move into Aquarius last year during the summer. It was like from June to September or something or like June to August. I don't know. Um, so if you remember what was going on at your time in your life during that time, that could be happening again in this next stint but it'll be from like january to november and then it'll then pluto will regress back into um capricorn and then it'll go back into aquarius and it'll stay there for the like 10 years or 15 i'm sorry i'm not good with numbers i need to start writing this stuff down um but yeah so let's talk about all the things that i want to exist <laughs> so as i was writing this my stomach was bloating from overeating i've been really bad about overeating it's been really bad. I've been working on it. We'll see how that goes. 
And I was just thinking about how I need a Willy Wonka quick fix de-bloat thing that works. Because, like, I need to stop overeating. But, like, that should exist. Like, I know there's all those, like, de-bloat things, but I feel like they don't work. I want something real that works. Um, Something that makes taking the trash out easier. Like, a trash chute that goes automatically to a trash can that is stored underground. And then the garbage people can open it in the ground and put it into the truck. And, like, they suck it up or something. Like, trash cans are so gross. And they're so ugly. And they're so, like, obstructive. And they really piss me off. And maybe that's, like fucked up to say but I was just thinking about it the other day and also how I feel like we have progressed as a society to needing to create things that are sustainable like there should be there should be fixes like we shouldn't have all this plastic we shouldn't have all this stuff that just goes to a dump I also don't believe we should be living in a society where we feel like we need to buy 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 to keep up with trends and to keep up with stupid stuff and yes that's how people make money but I feel like it's just not productive to society I think about the wrapping paper that they made where you can like dissolve it with water but it's also like why can't you just make reusable wrapping paper why do we have to be so destructive with everything why I don't know I just get so angry about it and just thinking about trash and how trash is an issue and like when I drive home from where I live I drive past like a place where they keep all the trash and it fucking stinks because it does but it's just like I feel like we should be creating ways to make things done more properly and that benefit the environment more and that benefit our health more and I know that we don't because People are trying to make money, trying to make a way, but it's just like how beautiful would society be if we didn't focus on making money, but we could focus on making the environment better and coming up with inventions that helped move biological processes and reverse climate change and stuff instead of just like new Stanley Cups. Let's all go to Starbucks and buy our Stanley Cups. And I want to talk about that too. People are like hating on people for the Stanley Cups. My mom gave everyone in our family like a knockoff Stanley Cup maybe she said it was like the real one but like a company bought it to put their logo on it I have one and it's amazing I'm obsessed with it it helps me drink water when I'm paying attention to it it's easy to carry it fits in my car in the cup holder um I really do like it do I think that we need a thousand of them no but it is another conversation like why people feel like they need to buy a thousand of them and I think that it's because like social media has like kind of stripped people from having hobbies but enforced people into thinking that consumption can become a hobby like I think about the what was that stuff called a few years ago um what was that stuff called like Ray Sani or something I don't know where you could get like the the bins and stuff with the text on them from like home goods with the weird text I forget what it was called and people were obsessed with it but then it became chewy and people were like this sucks and then people were collecting them and people weren't and it's just like there's something about that that I need to talk about and think about but I just want to talk about that and yes that's why I wrote next was the wrapping paper that's reusable that is needed Christmas is horrendous and wasteful I know they did the dissolvable wrapping paper like I said but just reusable wrapping paper or just not wrapping gifts. Like there can be something so different. Like I hope that one day it, we progress to like, okay, there's like a box. I don't know. There's like a box that you can reuse and it's just like a hologram or whatever. And then they can like 
I don't know, somehow like do it or just like wrapping gifts made out of blocks or out of another gift. That would be so cool to me. I don't know. I'll keep thinking about that. Okay, I think that picture should come with something that adheres to the wall and doesn't leave a mark. I believe that this can be created and this can be done. Like I believe in everyone out there that they can do this. I was thinking about like command strips and nails and hooks and stuff like pictures should just be able to be put on the wall it should just work it should just work okay all appliances all kitchen appliances should be dishwasher safe no questions asked don't say but 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 make it able to go in the dishwasher please thank you i have a knife set that i can't put in the dishwasher and it's so annoying when you can put everything in the dishwasher but that pots and pans i'd love to be able to put them in the dishwasher probably can i just don't know that i can so i don't I just feel like it would make life easier. There would be so many less fights. Like if I feel like a lot of resolved like issues would be resolved with a dishwasher if you didn't have one. Like when I didn't have one, I hated doing dishes. Now that I have one, love it. Okay. I feel like eventually or we should be able to like dye your nails. Like you dye your hair or like permanent nails. And like honestly this sounds insane, but you should be able to make your nails not grow and for them to just stay where they are and have your nails done for life. And like a no chip polish like I need it we need to evolve for nails to work I have been trying to do press-ons for weeks and I suck with press-ons literally my mom put some on when I went home for Christmas break they lasted three days all of them fell off every single one I'm not a press-ons girl I want to be but I'm just not Okay, I think we should be able to stop our periods. Like, let's get the technology involved, especially in a way that doesn't impact your hormones. Honestly, can we learn how to turn hormones off? I want my body to literally be an iPhone. Let's evolve to that. So I can just plug something in and see all my levels, like literally on an app that sees everything going on. This is the future. That is healthcare to me. That is universal healthcare to me. An app where I can see my whole body, everything. What's going on, what's moving, what's not like an x-ray app and you can just like scan yourself oh my god that'd be so cool i think it would help a lot of people especially when they're experiencing like um self-diagnosing and feeling like everything is wrong being able to be like you're fine this is fine so it's like everyone becomes like whatever and then i feel like doctors could become like not ai but like influencers or like people on tiktok live <laughs> you're just like on the app and you get like hit and then it's like an, a doctor and they're there and they could like review your chart they could talk to you about it they can have online consults consultations i feel like that's something i could see happening during pluto and aquarius okay we have evolved the need for glass i have broken so many glass things there should be something else i don't know what i'm trying to say with this one but if you catch my drift you understand i feel like glass causes so many issues it just causes so many issues. I don't like it. Okay, I was thinking about this the other day. Tires should not be able to get, should be able to not get punctured by nails. I do not know how, but like, let's fix it. If you know that there's one thing that breaks something, your goal should be to make something that defies that. You know, does that make sense? Like, I don't know how they could make it so it doesn't. Maybe if it's so thick that a, like a nail going through it to its thickness doesn't do anything. So if the tire's thickness goes all the way through or like so far up that once that nail punctures it, air doesn't come through. Does that make sense? 
or filling it with something, filling the tire with something. So, okay, maybe it does puncture it. Maybe it makes a hole, but it doesn't actually harm the efficiency of it. It doesn't wear it out to where you can't use it anymore, like a normal nail through a tire would. I guess just making better tires. You know what I mean? I feel like maybe that's a dumb way to look at life or a out of touch way to look at life. But it's just like, if something's not working, like let's find a solution. Let's like make it better. Okay, I was listening to White Noise while reading and it made me feel like they were actually in a rainstorm for a second and it was so peaceful and cool. And I thought like the online book reading devices should do like podcast and playlist synced with pages with different sound related to the text of like how it's done in audiobooks. I don't know if this makes sense. Okay, so imagine you're on a Kindle, right? And you're reading, you're reading... The Little Mermaid. So it skips to the page where they're in the water and they're fighting the, they're fighting <laughs> Ursula, but you can hear it. And then it skips to the page where in the movie you would hear Under the Sea and the instrumentals playing while you're reading it. But it's set with a timer. So, okay, when you're on this page, you hear this. When you're on this chapter, you hear this sound. But it switches when you switch to the page. So it's not like based on time because everyone reads at a different pace I was like that would be so cool I, it reminds me of the um concerts that people are doing now like there's Harry Potter with like a live band I love that like a live orchestra I think that's beautiful and I love that so I, I really want that to exist like can someone please make that okay artists should be able to bring in their music sound into the roles they take when artistic interpretation interpretation is up for discussion like I was imagining Jalen Josie being Princess Tiana and how her sound would tackle Tiana classic songs and even just like an album with their spin after doing the project like a Chloe X Hallie production of the Little Mermaid soundtrack everything reminds me of the Hamilton mixtape because I think that project is just so cool and should be done more often and then like based off of that also I really want Coco Jones and Renee rap in the live action <sighs> Princess and the Frog. I think it'd be beautiful. Okay, side note. Artists need to do pop-ups once they create albums. Album listening parties, concert tours that mimic the state they were in when they made it. What was your house like at that time? What was your vibe? What was the studio night like? I need more music videos made in the studio the night the song was made. I feel like albums are so distinct. They give such a time, such an era. I need more information. Like I would love to know everything about how an album I love was made. One of my favorite things is going to artist page and seeing their musical influences like Rina Sawayama, I believe has a playlist talking about what inspired songs on Sawayama and it's brilliant. Like I won't I want to be in your mind when you came up with this album. I want to see vlogs. I know this probably sounds so creepy, but this is how much I love music. Like I'm obsessed. I would eat up all that content. And I can um, link an example of Rena's playlist for one of her songs. Like, side note again, I understand wanting privacy and feeling so tied to an album and not wanting to share it, not wanting to share the influences, not wanting to be vulnerable within it, like when it's so fresh. But I think about Ariana Grande, who did a live album 10 year anniversary. And I love that idea. But I also love the idea of maybe showcasing that information as like a time capsule being so vulnerable and it just being released over time like I love music like I just imagine like some of my favorite albums 10 years later seeing the studio that was that these artists were in to create this music seeing sessions seeing like video footage from like 
what they were doing with how things were altered. Like I love to see Pharrell in the studio and how he goes about that. I think that's so interesting. I, I love music so much. I think about Harry's House, which I forgot how much I love that album. It's an amazing album. And how like, I don't know much about it, but just like the fact that it was like Harry's House, you know what I mean? And how much your house could play into what your music feels like and what it sounds like and how it could talk about how you felt at that time you know especially someone who's always changing what's going on within their space and I know rich people and famous people definitely doing the same it can mean so much and I just love information so I was thinking about that a lot okay why haven't they made like a required breathalyzer app that takes someone's BAC and they are required to blow before they leave a bar or receive drinks and why isn't it required for people to have their keys taken when they arrive like bar specific valets with rules I think about the Danny Lee situation a few months ago or maybe like a year ago at this point I wrote this one a long time ago and all the drunk driving situations and how they could have been avoided if another person was in the equation and if we didn't trust the people who are drinking to determine how drunk they are and if they could drive home or not like why doesn't that exist especially the people once they've um gotten DUIs I know that they had their breathalyzers in the car but I think this is important for everyone not just people who have had DUIs okay these are worlds I want to live in I think that virtual reality should make it happen okay the ocean I want to be a mermaid so bad mainly I want to be a whale I would be a herbivore and like vibe and swim if you've watched podcasts before you know I love whales I want to be a whale so bad okay I'd love to be a reality tv producer set designer I think it'd be awesome I think I'd be awesome at it. I think I would like my schedule. I'd love to sit and um, make playlists and discover music all day. These are also just jobs I want to do. And choose the music for TV shows. Um, I'd love to be an avatar and just like vibe. Mainly the village and the water, but also like the Navi and the jungle. I'd love to be a tree. I'd love to be an old Jeep radio. I know that sounds crazy. I really want to be a southern grandma with a big ass family and a thick ass country accent and a husband who barely speaks and we have like our own half speak half non-verbal language um I would love everything <laughs> there's so many things on this I don't even want to talk about them okay but I did want to talk about pop culture just some stuff that I've seen recently so I've been obsessed with sister wives people were sister wives last year I didn't get it I didn't understand but I, I figured it out this week like that shit is crazy. It's insane. Like the things that Cody says to the wives and about the wives are batshit insane. Like it's just wild. I'm just, just like looking at this like what are you talking about? I recommend everyone to go watch Sister Wives, especially like the clips on YouTube. You'll catch up so quickly and just see the whole dynamic and it's so interesting I was so drawn to sister wives as a kid I've always thought that polygamy was like so interesting and Mormon culture in general but my mom was like you can't watch that like you're not allowed to watch that and I think that's why I watched a lot of Mormon influencers when I got like when I was like a teenager but I never went back and watched sister wives and so I really enjoyed that um okay I saw anyone but you it was cute but it was just not quite there. I feel like I'm such a movie critic these days, but I think my answer is like, I just need to try to write a rom-com. That's like one of my biggest goals in life is to like write a rom-com, just to try it, just to write a story that I want to see on screen. I think it looks like really hard to watch because 
I've heard other people saying this too, like, they're too perfect. Like, I think that sometimes with movie stars and just like the level that they get to, you look at them and you can't relate because they're just like gorgeous, beautiful, stunning. And it's just like, they don't feel real. And it's just like, of course these people are falling in love, but there shouldn't be any issues in it because they're both so conventionally attractive. Like you think it would be so easy. You know what I mean? So it was just hard to believe. And then I feel like there is like a needle that was like a thread that was like, okay, I think about this song. If you've seen the movie, they were Natasha Bedingfield, like unwritten. I feel like they used that incorrectly. Like the fact that she kept on singing it and shit. And then it came back, like it came back way too many times. You know, like I hate like a callback that's too reoccurring. I feel like it should be done like more properly. Um, and then the acting was not very good. I think that Sydney Sweeney is a good actor, actress, and I just, it wasn't good. So, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like the worst movie I've seen, but it was not my favorite at all. Um, um, oh, I also saw Iron Claw and I'm happy that I knew what was happened before I went in because I left feeling so sad. I was close to crying. I didn't cry. I think because I knew that so many people were going to die. But the scene with Jeremy Allen White as Carrie on the boat was like bone chilling. And this is so ironic if you saw the movie, but the camera views were great. I think about this one view. I think it's after Ric Flair. Um like beat Kevin or something but it's like the view from above so you watch them walk into the like to the um dressing room and it's like a beautiful view like all the angles and the shots were fucking beautiful it was just like so pleasing to watch but the story is so captivating and so sad and I talk about this all the time on here like it's one of the things I talk about the most is sports and like the controlling part of it and um the story is just so tragic and sad and if you watched the podcast before this is a story I wish I knew I talked about how much I hate controlling sports parents I think I hate it because I had one to a small extent and that's why I always like to talk about it but I don't know why when Bronny James had his accent I think he fell into a I don't remember but it was just really awful and I automatically thought about that. I'm like, what if it's just a pipe dream? What if he feels like he needs to live up to his father's potential? Like, of course, there can be like this idea that because one parent has this genetic makeup that makes them an amazing athlete, that their child will have it too. But what if they don't? And what if they feel like they have to perform and live up to their parents' standards to get their affection, to get their attention? And it just makes me really sad. So I think about that a lot. And um, it was just it just makes me really sad but I think this movie was amazing I don't think that they should have cut one of their brothers out um I think they should have tried to make it work I just I, like I can't imagine being a part of a family and someone making a movie based off of your story and then leaving one of the siblings out it's just kind of sad um but I was also like I don't know 
I just really liked it. I thought it was really good. I recommend everyone to go see it. So to end it on a more positive note, I also wanted to say that Resume is a great name. Like, I feel like if it didn't mean anything, it would be a really pretty name. But that's all I've got this week. And I'm not going to be back on the podcast. I was, like, really sad on Friday. Like, I woke up, like, just, like, out of sorts. And I was like, maybe the podcast is over. Maybe, like, I'm not supposed to be doing this this year. Um... But this morning I got inspired again, so hopefully I will continue to come on here. It probably won't be weekly. It might not be weekly. It might be whenever I feel inspired to come on here and talk, but we will see. Thanks for listening. And again, Happy New Year.